Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jonathan Goldberg, CIO at Arkansas Children's Hospital. In this segment, Goldberg talks about how the opening of a new hospital is impacting their EHR migration, the challenge in balancing an implementation with other pressing priorities, and the unique way in which they're staffing up for the big epic go-live. All right, Jonathan, thanks so much for taking some time to speak with us today. My pleasure. Always, uh, always fun to talk to you. So I think the best way to start is with some basic information about uh, Arkansas Children's Hospital. What's the size of the organization and uh, number of physicians, things like that? Sure. We're based in, in Little Rock, which is smack in the middle of, of the state of Arkansas, and, and we, we actually provide care for the entire state. We're the only children's hospital within the state of, of Arkansas. Uh, and we have about 350, a little over 350 licensed beds at this point. We are building a second hospital in, in northwest Arkansas, also known to be in the, in the backyard of Walmart. Uh, okay. And Arkansas is somewhat of a rural state, but the two population centers, the main ones, are, are Little Rock and, and what we call Northwest, which is Bentonville, Springdale, Rogers, uh, and Fayetteville, uh, Fayetteville being the home of the University of Arkansas. And as that population grew, we realized a lot of those folks were coming down here for, for care to Little Rock, and, and it's about a three, three-and-a-half-hour drive, and or we were transporting people via helicopters we run as well as ambulances. So it, it's been a planning exercise, but we, we actually have that hospital under construction now, and it's, it's a small hospital, but it will be one that will enable us to keep some of the folks that – need more general medical care um, up in near their hometown. Okay. We are affiliated with the University of Arkansas, so our physicians are all University of Arkansas Medical Sciences uh, employees. There's about 600 of them, and, and so we are a teaching hospital. We typically have about 150 to 200 residents here at any given time as well. Okay. And now for uh, the IT department, what's the approximate size? Well, we, we've beefed up a little bit recently due to some of the projects we're working on, but when I came here a little over a year ago, we were just shy of about 150. Okay. And, and I assume one of those big projects is migrating to EPIC. That is correct. We are moving to EPIC. We, we made that decision early, a little over a year ago. One of the uh, things that we had to deal with um, in terms of timing, because it's somewhat of a fast-moving project, as I mentioned, uh, because we're building a new hospital, we wanted to open the hospital with the new system. So okay. that, that determined our timeline somewhat. That new hospital opens in January of 2018, so not too far away. At that point last year when we made the determination, we, we were still aiming for that January 18 opening. So we backing into that, we, we're going to go live with, with Epic here um, on the Little Rock campus in our ambulatory centers in November of this year. So about seven months away, I think, if my math is correct. Okay. So not too, too far away. And what, what phase would you say that it, it's in right now? Yeah, we just wrapped up our, our build phase. Mm -hmm. uh, we're pretty much just finished the, the majority of what I guess they call the workflow build, and, and we've, we started the testing phase, which will go through into July when we start then picking up with training and, and, of course, training will take us up to October and, and then hence go live. And 
we will uh, we'll bring all, everything up one day, Big Bang, uh, the hospital and, and our clinics, and then uh, we'll have a, a couple month reprieve before we bring Northwest Arkansas up. Okay. At the same time, I, I should add that we had a sort of a multi-pronged strategy, and, and of course the timing didn't necessarily work in our favor uh, for those who actually have to implement. But we're, we're also implementing Workday as our ERP suite. We've just wrapped up and went live with Strata for decision support, and we're implementing, and went, actually we just went live with the time and attendance, putting in API, or I guess GE now. So we've, we had all those projects, including the new hospital, um, all sort of happening at the same time, which has been uh, a, a bit of a challenge for us. Yeah, I'm sure that, that that's a lot going on. Now, are those projects pretty much um, to the point where, where you can take some of the uh, resources off of those and focus more on uh, EPIC? No. Um, since all the projects started at the same time, they are finishing staggered, but none of them are, are fully finished. And there may be a few small projects that will wrap up, but unfortunately, it's trying to move them onto the EPIC project a little more difficult because the EPIC project we've had to fully populate and have moving forward already. And, and so, but there, there's a lot of other things that, that we still need to do. Um, so will they play a part in, you know, integration tasks? We're evaluating PAC systems right now for replacement. Uh, we, we, are, we obviously have the new hospital. Not only are they going to implement with Epic, but we actually have to get the, the whole hospital outfitted with, with the infrastructure needed for them to function. We also are, we have some activities around in our population health area. Uh, we're building a statewide clinically integrated network which will include all the pediatricians, as many as we can get to join, which is a significant amount of them throughout the state. That CIN started uh, about six, nine months ago, um, and, and we're in the midst of starting that rollout now of sort of assembling the folks and, and coming up with a, with a work plan. Okay. So, so never a shortage for work for anybody, even if, even if projects do end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you said that, that you had done some uh, beefing up of the staff, and is that with full-time or more like uh, either consultants or uh, some kind of, you know, supplemental team members? Yeah, we, we moved a lot of people around. So what we've done is the people that supported our, our legacy systems moved on to the Epic team. We've backfilled them with consultants because, obviously, once that system shuts down, we, we won't need that support mechanism. So we, we, we wanted to, to have our our staff stay with us. We did bring people from operations, whether it be pharmacists, some additional nurses, techs, lab folks, um, onto the project, and, and they're certified EPIC builders now. We do know that there's an opportunity once the project is, is fully up and functional and we're in a, in a more of a day-to-day -day state, if we ever, hopefully, if we do get there at some point, you know, there may be an opportunity where that implementation staff size realistically may shrink. And, you know, we're hoping whether it's through attrition or whether we, we have other needs that we can move people around to uh, other projects or other initiatives. Uh, some people may elect to go back to, to operations, and, and that's okay too. Uh, but we people signed on to the project. We, we, we essentially gave them sort of a, a two-year employment contract, everybody on the team and said that, you know, we're guaranteeing your, your employment for, for two years, and then we will revisit it at that point. 
certainly it, it was only for everybody's protection and, and setting the right expectations, not that, not that we hope to lose anybody, uh, but we also don't know what we don't know. And, and, you know, a year and a half or two years from now when we're, when we're looking at what our needs are, we wanted some flexibility to be able to, to make good decisions. And we didn't want anybody to, to say, well, I can't believe I moved from, from a job I had for 15 years to join the Epic team and, and now you're, you're saying you don't need me anymore, my skill set anymore. Right. So well, hopefully we, don't, we, don't, we won't come to that, but at the same time we need to be prepared uh, for, for the things that we just didn't know. Right. Fair, being fair to everybody. Yeah. And as far as having all of these uh, projects going on, uh, as far as the ERP suite, uh, you know, decision support, was it that things kind of just fell that way, or was the thinking, okay, we're going to get this new clinical system in, so let's get these things up to speed as well, or what, what was kind of the... Uh, what, what, drove that, yeah. what drove that decision to do it all at once? Right. Uh, I equate it to sort of, you know, pulling a, a string on your sleeve, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, you, you, you start pulling it just to get rid of that one, and then you have no sleeve left when you pull that little thread. We've been a, a longtime customer of Meditech and, and, a, and a very good partner of theirs since 1985. You know, as I mentioned, we, we have a significant connectivity to the University of Arkansas Medical Sciences, and they are an Epic customer. And there's a lot of connectivity to us, both for care and physicians and training. And it, there was just seemed to be a, some community synergy for us to be able to to have that that linkage. So. That was one of the decisions to move away from, from Meditech, helped drive that decision, and we used Meditech for our ERP suite, for cost accounting, and for our clinical system. So once we made that decision to move away from that system, it, it, all of the other ones had to fall into place from a, from a replacement standpoint since, since obviously Epic couldn't do our new ERP suite. We had already made a determination at the same time that we wanted, to, we had a significant strategy around uh, management of labor, and so with API, it brought labor analytics to the table. It was something that was very important to us, that capability, and, and hence, while we didn't need to do it at the same time, it, it, it was important enough that we thought that it made sense to do it in combination with the change of our payroll system, which Workday also obviously handles. Right. Okay. So sort of an all-or-none proposition. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.